0: Today
1: on the News and Why It Matters, uh, leaking whistleblower names is really, really bad, and you should not do it. No, wait. Yes, you should. It's, It's awesome. No, okay, I'm just kidding. It's bad. Oh, you don't know what I'm talking about? Well, you need to tune in to the News and Why It Matters, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined by Stubergear. Hello. Hello. Hello, Stu. How are you? I'm good. Uh, Jeremy Dice from First Liberty. Good. Hello. Great to have you back in the house.
2: Back in the second chair again. Yes. Maintaining my position.
1: I love you guys. <laughs> just I'm going to start just randomly assigning every single day. I'm
2: coming for you, Steve Stu. Nice. You have
1: day, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm get home. And Justin Haskins, editorial director of the Heartland Institute. Double dose of Justin. That's right. Yesterday and today. Thanks <laughs> for being here again. Right, yeah. Uh, got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Uh, if you are looking for a refi, maybe you have not a great interest rate and your you're eyeing the interest rates right now, and you're like, okay, these are really good, and I want to take advantage of these before they go up. Or you're looking to buy a new home, whatever the case may be, American financing is the place you need to go first. It's got to be your first stop. Uh, American financing is different, they're not like all of the other financial companies who are just looking at. What's in this for me? How can we make the biggest kickback uh, by putting these people in this crazy situation that they're not going to be able to pay? Um, Stu knows a lot about that, mm-hmm. but <laughs> American Financing has salary-based uh, employees, salary-based professionals who are really—they want to put you in the best solution, what fits for you and your family. They don't want you to like go into a back alley and get your legs broken because you can't pay your loans. Uh, so if you are looking to, you know, like I said home loan, purchase, whatever the case may be, go to American Financing, check them out. They will answer all of your questions. They won't make you feel stupid. Stu also knows that as well. Uh, Americanfinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. Take it back. I don't want the first chair anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, he really did talk to American Financing, and he wanted to do this crazy loan.
2: I don't know what she's talking about. And
1: they were like, yes, sir, that's not smart. And he was like, I'm going to do it anyway. I just
2: assumed he knew about the breaking of the legs part. That's I that was <laughs> uh,
1: So we talked yesterday about... Whistleblower name, you know, Rand Paul was threatening to leak it and the media was going crazy and they were saying you're not supposed to leak that name. That's illegal to leak that name, which it's not illegal for someone other than the inspector general to leak the whistleblower name. But um, we were told over and over and over again, releasing the name of a whistleblower is not acceptable. Fast forward to today, and we find out that uh, the whistleblower who um, released the undercover video of Amy Robach from ABC News, um, who released it to Project Veritas, who then made a video about it. Okay, well, that staffer has now transferred to CBS, and ABC found out who it was, called CBS up on the phone, and said, hey guys, we just found out who our leaker was, and they're employed by you. And CBS promptly Fired that person. Still, what's up with this? I thought that we were supposed to protect whistleblowers' identities.
0: It is very strange, isn't it? Uh, a little, uh, a little uh, crazy, I-, I would say. Um, you know, it's a situation where, look, I if I'm this company and someone is taking hosts uh, off the air comments and leaking them to media sources, whether conservative or Republican or conservative or liberal, I'm absolutely fine with firing them. That's not something you should be doing uh, if you work at a company. Um, that being said, um, it's interesting to see the difference in the way they handle these situations. Uh, you know, when, it's a, when it's something that benefits a conservative, man, it just seems like they're just, they find their journalistic standards. Mm-hmm. They are hardcore. They never let anybody. Uh, there's, never an, there's never an exception to any of these rules. On the other hand, when it goes the other way, the exact opposite happens. And, uh, you know, they, it, it, it is not the consistency is, I guess, the biggest part of the problem. But it's not the only problem. I mean, it, it is, uh, it's, a, it's, a real, it's a real issue when it comes to the way that they see themselves versus the way they see anyone who's not in a little cute little journalistic club. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, it's left and right, and that is part of it. You can't deny it. But a lot of this has to do with they, you know, like, you know, uh, there are people who were conservative who were wrapped up in Me Too scandals at these networks that they protected too. Mm-hmm. Um, when they saw it as inside their walls – they were much uh, less likely to criticize it and to make sure that the person who was was responsible was held accountable. And that's a problem that, you know, the one organization that's not supposed to be dealing with that are, are journalists, right? Like, they're supposed to be the ones that are looking for the facts no matter what. And whenever it goes within their walls, there's a totally different set of standards that they're applying the liberal conservative thing is another big part of this, but I, I think almost like, it's almost like that thin blue line, you know, like they they're, they apply that to themselves. They'll criticize that with the police, of course, but inside their walls, there is that d- distinction and they make it. They don't care if it's consistent or not.
1: Well, and you, you know, you're talking about the, the lack of actual journalism uh, going on there. Jeremy, it's frustrating to me to hear them even talk about how, you know, it's, it's illegal to release this. It's illegal to release this. And, um, If they just did a basic, you know, investigation into the facts, they would see that that's not actually even true. Um, But it's the standard that they set. Right. It's the standard that they set that we have to protect all of these people. And then uh, apparently media is now a protected class. We can't like they're just a protected bubble class that we can't touch them.
2: Is this the same person who's hammering on the set of, uh, what was it, Lawrence, <laughs> or, O'Donnell. Lawrence O'Donnell? Is this the yes. same guy, the same, same, same guy, person? Okay. Finally, we found the person <laughs> He has had a really long
1: run. Yeah.
2: yeah. Man, you know, look, yes, the, the, the media likes to be able to, to claim the mantle of the First Amendment when it is convenient to them. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they if they're gonna claim that mantle, then they also need to be uh, respectful of that right that we give to them, the, that respect that we give to them in this country. So they have to, they can't sit on stuff just because they have an ideological opposition against it all. If you're going to claim the independence of the media, fine. Be independent on it all. We're fine with that. But then let's be careful about certain things. Let's not sit on information that you might disagree with because you have an ideological opposition to it all. I mean, how many times have we seen that in Justice Kavanaugh's confirmations, for example, with the media having plenty of information at their fingertips that they're able to use, they sit on it instead so they can, well, I can only say smear a good man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, you've got political operatives that are running around doxing people to to make political points on things. This is not the way that that's supposed to go, whether that's in the context of the judicial confirmation process or within the media itself. If we're going to give you that Privilege, then let's use it wisely and use it in a way that we intend you to do it so that we as the people have the information we need to be able to govern ourselves.
3: Yeah, Justin Winderhoff. Yeah, I think the thing that bothers me the most about this is that there's always more outrage about the finding the whistleblower, getting the whistleblower, let's get rid of this whistleblower, in this case for the media, when there's someone who leaks a story, but then they're not outraged about the story itself. They're not outraged that this didn't happen. How come they're not firing the people who shut these stories down in the first place? Why isn't that an issue? They don't seem concerned about that. They can see. They seem concerned about... Getting the people who leaked this because now everybody knows that they were covering this up basically, that they didn't want this story to come out, but they don't have the same level of outrage for the people that were shutting the stories down initially, Mm -hmm. that just seems completely immoral. Um, and So I don't have a problem with them firing people who are leaking uh, information that they have in-house. That makes perfect sense, like Stu said. But why aren't they... Firing people that are covering up important stories. Why aren't they doing that? And
2: also to be clear, I'm perfectly fine if you want to fire someone for hammering on the set. I mean, I, <laughs> that, that's unacceptable. That's true. Right. Yeah.
0: It's also strange that, like, you know, Burger King doesn't help McDonald's. Right. Like the Red yeah. Sox don't help the game Yankees. Yeah, it's weird. Other than the last game, <laughs> the Eagles do not help the Cowboys. Um, it, it, they did. Um, it, but this is a strange why, it you know. Is. Look, I can totally understand NBC firing this person. I would fire them and be happy they were gone, yeah. and I would throw their stuff on the sidewalk. <laughs> Even if, like, they're exposing bias within right. my organization, that's not the way you do You don't go to James O'Keefe. Look, I, you know, I'm happy I know about this story, and James O'Keefe uh, uncovered something pretty crazy here. Um, but as a company, I would be totally yes. pissed off about this. Yeah. Yeah. Would I call my competition and say, "By the way, this guy who's <laughs> doing did damage to our business might do damage to yours"? Is that that is a weird sort of camaraderie that you don't normally see. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I don't understand that the way they've treated this. And again, we go back to the story of her on camera saying, "These things happened. We had the story. These are things that are, are turning to multi million dollar lawsuits at other uh, news organizations. You know, the Matt Lauer thing is, is a good example of it recently. Um, you know, this is a big story, not to mention the fact that she said she 100% believes Jeffrey Epstein was murdered. I mean, like, now, as far as I know, there's absolutely no evidence of this, but this is one of their main reporters. Are they comfortable with her having that opinion? And if so, she should be on that story because yeah. Yeah. if that happened, we need to
3: know about that too. Yeah. And the Clintons are involved there you go threw that in there we don't even know what she's referring to exactly
1: (laughs) which she i hope she has a bodyguard with her at all times (laughs) now that she has said these things and it's leaked uh so speaking of whistleblowers uh we talked about eric charamella who is the alleged whistleblower yeah i'm not scared to say it patricia arquette okay did you see her tweet the other day
0: I've never seen a Patricia Arquette tweet.
1: <laughs> well, I don't follow her, but okay. somehow it was in my timeline sure, that she said, sure. I'm, okay, I'm lying, I'm a big Patricia Arquette fan, um, that she said that she was going to, she was threatening to, uh, what was it, uh, report everyone <laughs> who said the whistleblower's name because it, was, because it was harassment.
0: Yeah, it's not harassment. It's also not illegal. Um, it's, it's not, not a,
1: harassment to say someone's name? No,
0: you can say their oh. name as many times as you want as far as I, as Eric far as I know. Uh, Eric Swalwell though is trying to. He's saying uh, he's going to be presenting legislation that will make it illegal for anyone to say the name, which is not Shut something up. you can do. That's <laughs> this is an interesting point that Eric Shut up. wanted I didn't to hear be this. president of the United this is States. Why he dropped out so he yes. could no
1: no grace no no no, no, no hold of, on I hadn't heard this. Oh,
0: okay, yes. he literally
1: wants to make it yeah. illegal, illegal for any person in America to I mean, say someone's name who is a whistleblower.
0: I will say this. Uh, It's Twitter and the entire proposal was not there. Um, So maybe he had four or five other words that changed the meaning of (laughs) what he was saying that's in the proposal. But that is the way he phrased it. He could have Uh. maybe met government officials. I don't know. Either way, you cannot do that. You cannot limit. I mean, can you imagine how out of control that could get? Where, where the government can pass laws that, that ban names and words? Like, that is not a thing that can be allowed.
2: Where did I read that? Where did I read? 1980?
1: 1984? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. There 40. it is. Yeah. Uh, so there, the transcript that was released by the Democrats actually, they, oops, they accidentally did not redact Eric Charmella's name. <laughs> So the, yeah, there there okay but the but we do, there we go um so his name appears in the transcript now Oops. people are speculating out oopsies people are now. I think people are giving the Democrats too much credit because people are speculating. What if they did that on purpose to throw people <laughs> off because that's not the real whistleblower? No, they just did it because they're dumb. OK, yeah. I think that Stop
2: that's it it. with the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's the I mean,
1: much more plausible uh, yeah. thing that Let's just happened keep
2: going down the wormhole here. I mean, yeah. come on. At some point, you've just got to deal with the facts that are literally in front of you. To quote Ben Shapiro, "Your the facts don't care about your feelings. Move yes, on."
1: Exactly, exactly. Um, but uh, so now that we know the alleged whistleblower's name, can I stop saying alleged? Do I still have to say alleged? I guess I do. The alleged whistleblower's name, Eric Charamella. Um, the, uh, we've also we also know more about his attorney. Um, what is his name? Mark Z- Zayed. I don't know how to say his last name. Sorry, Mark. Um, and he's got some interesting tweets that were uncovered about a potential coup and impeachment. Uh, The first one was written... Okay, it doesn't say the date. There it is. No, don't see it. But it was in 2017, I believe. It was in 2017. It was
0: right after he... uh,
1: Yeah, January 30th in 2017. There it is. Inauguration. Yes, right after the inauguration. And he said, hashtag coup has started. First of many steps. Hashtag rebellion. Hashtag impeachment will follow ultimately. And then hashtag lawyers, which is well, I, do you use I, the hashtag lawyers I don't a lot, use that Jeremy? Very
2: often. No, no, that's <laughs> not since I, I talking there. to
0: Jeremy. I, when I got on Twitter, I click <laughs> hashtag lawyers first, <laughs> just to see what people are saying about lawyers.
1: Really, <laughs> I don't know. That's a really weird thing.
2: I, I really am now curious what hashtag lawyers actually <laughs> grabs into it all.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go Google that after the show or look it up. Um, and then there was another one that he tweeted uh, that said, not shocking at all. He was retweeting. A poll that says more Americans trust CNN than Trump, which is horribly, horribly terrifying. Uh, he said, not shocking at all. I predict CNN will play a key role in Donald Trump not finishing out his full term as president.
0: Stop for a second and just recognize how bizarre our, our country has become in that, like whenever something happens, people just have, have presented over the past several years a list of all of their innermost feelings so that people can search them and find what they've said about. Like, why are people doing this? I understand. We're in the media. Yeah, I get why we're on Twitter. Why is anyone else on Twitter? <laughs> hashtag, I don't lawyers. It. Hashtag, hashtag lawyers. lawyers. Well, yeah, for the hashtag lawyer <laughs>
1: and then third time's a charm. He also he responded to a uh, Tweet from President Trump again in January that said the coup has started. As one falls, two more will take their place. Hashtag rebellion. Hashtag impeachment. No <laughs> hashtag lawyers. lawyers there. Why not no lawyers. hashtag lawyers? That there,
2: phrase, though, as, as two falls one, or one falls two, that is from something, isn't it? Like, why is this? My camp. brain. It's <laughs> it <is> not because <laughs> It's, no,
4: of it's
2: camp, not. You should, I would know. Would know.
1: <laughs> um, no, but I mean, you know, this is the the lawyer of the whistleblower. Yeah. No political bias no. here, guys.
0: No. I mean, I'll say, like, you know because my first thought is what the hell are you doing tweeting this stuff if you're a <laughs> yeah. lawyer right? yeah. like, now I think there's another side to that to say you're you're tweeting this to let everyone know if you happen to have something on Donald Trump come to me and I'll take your case um, so it may have essentially been an advertising tool and an effective one because apparently Peter Schiff <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Peter Schiff was like hashtag lawyers oh my god look at this guy <laughs> sending people over there that's all it took to get clients you yeah. <laughs> was- <laughs> should be doing this Man. if I don't see hashtag lawyers on your tweets <laughs> later on today I'd be very upset um, you know it is uh, it is It's bizarre because here is a guy who is who's pushing this down the road and and, you know, there is stuff here that you can look at and say, look, I'm very uncomfortable with this, with what Donald Trump was doing or what Giuliani was doing. There are things that like I think the average American would look at and be like, "Eh, I don't feel so good about this. But the Democrats are so awful and so bad themselves. Anything that Trump may have done that was not up to the level looks so pale in comparison to what they've done. Mm-hmm. Um it's hard to even get your arms around it. Um, and that's, I think going to be honestly what gets them out of this trouble eventually is the fact that there's just you know, you know Glenn's been talking about this, and he's just sort of started to you know brief me on all the research they're doing for this next special coming up on I think it's the thirteenth mm-hmm. um something you definitely want to watch. but You know, this guy who's Char he's in the middle of a very, you know, he's been in several of the meetings that Glenn put on that first chalkboard. He was in the room. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who is very much tied into all of this crap. And they essentially, using him as a whistleblower, exposed his role in a much wider uh, situation that is going to be, I think, worse for the Democrats and it's going to be bad for Donald Trump.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy and Justin want to get your thoughts after the break. We'll be back.
0: Hashtag lawyers. <laughs> Search it now.
2: I know you're searching hey, everybody's so great so
1: weird.
0: Long conversation.
1: <laughs> Jeremy, so uh, we were just talking about the whistleblower's, the whistleblowers lawyer, hashtag lawyer, hashtag lawyers. and his really interesting tweets about the, uh, the coup and impeachment. Stu... You seem to give him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's just trying to like encourage people.
0: Yeah, I mean, the idea that this lawyer had successfully multiple years in advance planned all of this out, I think, no. is unlikely. I think what it is, he's probably you know, just you said in the break of like, it's basically like a big billboard. It's like you're an ambulance chaser for the for impeachment, mm-hmm. and you're yeah, hey, if you want to talk to a lawyer, it's just like Michael Avenatti got. Uh, um, all the accusers from Kavanaugh, remember? Yeah. Now, why the hell would you go to Michael Avenatti as an accuser? He's he's the accused most of the time. Um, (laughs) But it was because he had done the Stormy Daniels thing. He was on the media. Like, that is, and I don't want to. I don't want to demean the profession of hashtag I mean, lawyers I am trying to
1: get to hashtag uh, lawyer. But
0: uh, but I mean, like this is you know, like you come on here and you talk about religious liberty, right? And mm-hmm. and so someone has a case in this audience, they're going to be like, I got to get Jeremy on the phone, right? Like yes, th- yes, you do. If you have
1: a
2: case for <laughs> religious liberty, <laughs> but,
1: but it is true. Like it, it, I mean, yes, but the but using the hashtag coup and rebellion is a, a little context, more strong than just. hey, the, if you have any information, let me know. But
2: think of the time yeah. this is too. It, it's not, January 2017, right after the inauguration from the time he won the election until well now there's been a <laughs> steady drumbeat of you must impeach you must impeach he's an illegitimate yeah. president blah, yeah. blah 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 oh, blah blah. Yeah. Uh, and so yes of course that was that and it was at its highest point right there after the inauguration where you've got the people remember the video of the of the gal crying out no yes, you know right there on the pavement favorite. as he takes the oath of office and yeah. all that kind of stuff i remember from the third we, star wars I think yes, that too. Time, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That same, same reaction. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But it's, it was it was so visceral for people that this was a foregone conclusion that this guy was going to be impeached. So, no, yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't think that he's got some sort of grand conspiracy that he's a part of and kind of letting it slip on Twitter that, hey, we're, we've got this thing lined out. We're going to first go through the Russians and then, you know, down into the Ukraine. And, and this is how it's going to ultimately come back to this guy being the whistleblower probably not. I mean, weirder things, I guess, have happened throughout our human history, but I don't think that they were that smart to think of this way. It was just, okay, we're going to continue to throw this thing and continue to beat this drum of impeachment. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's got to go. Hashtagging lawyers. Yeah,
1: Yeah, because, I mean, and I'm not trying to say that this was some big, uh, you know, well-thought-out thing that they were going to do before Donald Trump even got elected, but I just it to me, Justin, you tell me what you think. To me, it kind of damages the credibility of someone saying these are objective, you know, these are objective facts. This is objectively what happened. um, And we don't have any political bias at all, even though, you know, you see who these players are. I think
3: what's happened in the Trump era in general, I think this is just sort of a microcosm of the Trump era in general. What we've learned is that everybody who, everybody has kind of, they pick their, they're on their side, they have their political side, right? And they think that they're the good guys, the other side's the bad guys. Mm -hmm. And what we've, I think what, what Trump has kind of exposed, not necessarily on purpose, but just sort of inadvertently just by existing and being himself, is that, they're all bad guys. Mm-hmm. They're just all biased. They're all bad. There's no one out there who's genuinely seeking the truth here. Vision of the world. I mean, that, well, I mean, legitimately, in, in Washington, D.C., the vast majority of them, 95% of them, are in it for themselves, and they will say anything to beat the other side. Whether you're on the right or you're on the left. That's just reality of the situation. And I think the Democrats are trying to position themselves as sort of they're the the party of morality and that they're just these upstanding people, the more they point to Trump's faults, it seems like the more obvious it is that they're also flawed and these things continuously come out. You'd think they would find Boy Scouts to make these arguments for them so that you couldn't point at them and say, Look at all the bias on it. But they can't find any. Mm-hmm. That's the amazing thing. I mean, when you have Michael Avenatti as one of your key, most important people involved in getting rid of, uh, right. k- trying to stop Kavanaugh. I mean, that in and of itself, how could you not find anybody better than that? Because they can come back
2: and say, person? but he's not as bad as the president. Yeah, that, that, well, how
1: about, what it turns how into. How about Ralph right? Northam going on uh, television and saying Trump is an embarrassment to the country? Yeah. Like, Did well, he do did, it in Blackface? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not this time. <laughs> okay, but awesome. we don't know. Wow, like, Step right, out of the you, house, not in Blackface. Athletes. Yeah, like you are hey, probably they don't get not re in some states. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, it's incredible. I
0: think too, like you know, I think we're all sort of saying the same thing yeah. here, and that like you are, if you are a really credible whistleblower and you have no political agenda, you're not going near a guy who's tweeting like this. Mm-hmm. This is someone who's advertising to pull people out. Right. Um, you know, you see this, these ads on TV from these shady lawyers, uh, hashtag lawyers, um, not not you. Jeremy. Dude, 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 let's not make you. sure we clarify. <laughs> by, so you're the hashtag lawyers guy. You're not the shady lawyer. Um, but like, you know, you see like, I, you know, I don't I don't know all that much about mesothelioma, but they're on every freaking commercial. So that's the one that pops into my head. But like, you know, the person who's ravaged by mesothelioma probably isn't going to Fox News to find a lawyer. Right. It's the, pe- it's the person who's like, you know, I kind of did that once. I should call them and get talked into <laughs> suing somebody. That's kind of like you're, you're pulling people. People out. Yeah. most lawyers don't. You know, you're not going to do that. This guy's virtue signaling to try to suck people in. He's trying to get. I mean, he actually said, hey, if you're in the CIA and you've got information, uh, give me a call and we'll make this into a big deal. And there's no there's no surprise that Adam Schiff would think that this is the right option because mm-hmm. it seems like. This whistleblower had a massive agenda and wouldn't be taken seriously if he just went to the media. Mm-hmm. You know, I said this to Glenn today. It's like if you want to, if you had a legitimate whistleblower, you just go to the media, right? Like you go to the New York Times, you go to the Wall Street Journal, and they'll be happy to out Donald mm-hmm. Trump on something. Mm-hmm. You do it in a whistleblower way, so you don't have to get exposed for all your biases. And I think that that's what's happening. Well, at least you
2: can have the protection from being terminated for. It.
0: That's the thing. There <laughs> <you go. laughs> Back in a minute. Hashtag lawyers. I think it's what you <laughs> meant. Is the way you want to That's all I'm going to do today. So. <laughs>
1: So we were doing a, a live look at hashtag lawyers uh, during the break. Apparently, it is it is on fire right now.
0: Apparently, there's a giant story breaking in the middle of the hashtag lawyer space right now in Delhi, where there apparently there's some like riot or attack on lawyers from like police, and the, everyone's hashtagging there it was hashtag also lawyers. Also,
1: farmers involved somehow. Someone
0: did did tweet a very lengthy list <laughs> of uh, uh, it was hashtag doctors, hashtag lawyers. It was just all the jobs. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com.
1: Tulsi Gabbard was on The View this week, and I know, I know, it's hard to talk about The View, but listen... We have to do all of the heavy lifting and sift through all of The View's garbage so you don't have to. And we just bring you the highlights. Uh, I like to call them best ofs. Uh, So Tulsi Gabbard went on The View, and um, she really impresses me. Every time I see her in media, she impresses me, and I want to like her so badly. I mean, I like her as a person, but I want her to have some sort of, like, good policies so that I can feel good about, like, hey, here's a woman. I like her. She's well spoken. You know, she has good policies. I'm going to vote for her. Um, unfortunately, she, I don't think her policies are good. But really, really thought that she held her own against the ladies at the View who have said some pretty terrible things about her. Here is just a clip of uh, of her time at the View. Watch.
4: I want to start with something that I think is also important uh, about facts. Because recently on your show here, I was uh, just going to get to that. Good, yeah. <laughs> helping you out. You want me to ask you the question? Um, yeah. No, and look, and some and of you have you accused question. me of being a, uh, a traitor to my country, a Russian asset, a Trojan horse, yeah. uh, or a useful, we you a useful idiot. I think was the term what that useful. you used, which basically means that I'm uh, naive or, or lack intelligence to term. know what's going they on. They use that. I want to let I want to let your viewers that's know exactly who I am. <laughs> All right. Set the record Hi. straight. I am a patriot. I love our country. I am a strong and intelligent woman of color, and I have dedicated almost my entire adult life to protecting the safety, security, and the freedom of all Americans in this country. It was the attacks on 9-11. We're getting a little bit far ahead of ourselves, but oh, um, Franklin Graham finds you refreshing. He doesn't find me refreshing. Uh, Richard Spencer, the white nationalist leader, says he could vote for you. Joy, this is why I'm here. I mean, this you're this on, on Tucker Carlson at least 10 times. Why don't you go on Chris this, Wallace's this is, show? This is why I'm here, because you and other people continue to, to spread these innuendos that have nothing to do with who I am. Well, Hillary that Clinton has nothing started to do a-
1: Why won't she go on Chris Wallace, though? Why not?
0: I think she'd have any problem going on Chris Wallace. (laughs) She probably has gone on Chris Wallace's show. That is a bizarre... I mean, there's... Look, there's nobody dumber in the United States of America than Joy Behar. (laughs) It's just just not... There's not a single person you could point to in the United States that's dumber than Joy Behar. (laughs) Um, And she looks... I mean, you know, Tulsi for... I mean, look, she's... Basically, a socialist. I yep. mean, she she yes. she, was, she was working for the campaign of Bernie yes. Sanders in 2016. This is not a conservative, uh, but she's smart and she's uh, she's articulate and, and respectful. She's calm, calm, very calm, very under control, and she is legitimately a patriot. Mm-hmm. Legitimately, she left the campaign. To go serve in the military. I mean, this is someone who actually cares about the country, who joined hell, did a hell of a lot more than I did. Blab on the radio after 9-11. She went and joined the military. This is someone we should be respectful to. We,
1: oh, I mean, we do respect her a lot more than you. Just
0: fair, fair. I'm fair. glad. And most, most Americans are with you on that one. <laughs> um, but it's just ridiculous to treat her that way. And, you know, the fact that one, yeah, you know, look, she, uh, David Duke did actually um, support, uh, endorse it's like
1: her. It's no, what does that have to do, to do with
0: her? I mean, th- w- what it has to do with her is she has crazy policies, <laughs> uh, particularly on Syria, right, uh, with Assad. And, you know, Duke likes a- a- Assad. I don't agree with her policy at all on that situation. But stepping back for a second, I mean, this is someone who uh, probably agrees with Joy Behar on 95% of issues, mm-hmm. 95%. Now, Joy Behar can barely speak full sentences, so I don't know what that says about Tulsi. But I mean, you know, just you know, Joy is just a plug-in, plug-it-in sort of like I read a blog and I'm going to say the things I think I read on a blog, Um, or someone read to her on a blog. I should should say, Uh, you know, she's not a she's not someone who's doing deep analysis on this. Where Tulsi really does, she has a basis for what she believes. I think she's wrong. I think she's analyzed these things incorrectly. But this is someone who has crossover appeal. It's someone that if in another parallel universe where Democrats actually cared about getting moderate voters or people who weren't just socialists, they might actually consider as a candidate. She's young. She, As you point out, you love her in white clothing. Yes. Um, she looks good she on looks camera. Amazing. She's uh, a, a person of color. All the things. She checks lots of boxes. Mm-hmm. And she was actually vetted for a role in the Trump administration. So she actually has some credibility to maybe a moderate voter. The Democrats just don't care about that. It's all about the signaling. It's all it, Every Democrat at this point is essentially the lawyer we just talked about for this whistleblower. And that's going to make it... I mean, if Donald Trump has a chance to win, which of course he does, uh, it's going to be because the Democrats can't understand that there are people in the middle who don't have their mind made up and might actually vote for them if they don't try to do what Joy Behar is doing.
2: Yeah, a professor at Princeton, Robbie George, says it best. I think he says uh, that Donald Trump is blessed by his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well so put, true. right? Uh, now, look, the, you, the political world, all in left, right, in between, are all part of the same camp. You said it earlier the same way, the pox upon them all. This is all still political theater. Even her protestations are political theater here, right? I mean, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I think more than anybody else, has posted videos of her working out because somehow there is a segment within the political (laughs) class or political voting class that that appeals to. I really don't care if my president (laughs) works out. I will tell you
1: this: I appreciated her workout videos much more than I appreciated Kirsten Gillibrand's
2: Mm. (laughs) or Beto O'Rourke's. But I mean, because
1: she when she did it, I was like. Girl trains. She's not just doing it for the camera. That's true. Girl trains. The other ones, no, they were just doing it for the camera. Remember
0: when Barack Obama got caught working out in like a hotel gym? He <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean,
1: was like, was was she pe- she was like 30 pounds. He was <laughs> curling
0: like this far. <laughs> that
2: was fun. But th- this <laughs> whole idea of political Hashtag theater worse. like that, <laughs> <laughs> you had to throw that in there. Man. <laughs> get into that. Th- that whole idea of political theater, it gets us so far away from any discussion of civility mm-hmm. as the left tra- tries to impose upon everybody as if they are the most civil people in the universe. Uh, and it gets us away from the serious issues that we need to be addressing, that we can't even get to what you're talking about with Tulsi, about whether or not she is actually having good policies here. What kind of judges would she appoint? Mm. I bet you the one, not the ones that the president has appointed thus far. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, policies would she have on life? My guess, she's very ardently pro-choice. Uh, and I, I don't know, I can't articulate exactly what her positions are when it comes to my favorite issue, religious liberty because I can't get past the workout videos and the questions with Joe Behar and the accusation that she's a Russian plant. Get rid of all this stuff and let's talk about what the issues are. Why? because we're trying to figure out who is going to govern us as we try to govern ourselves. We can't get past all the silliness to get to the things that really matter mm-hmm. because we're stuck in a silly world. Stop it! Mm-hmm. Let's get past all this stuff and talk about the things that actually matter.
1: Justin,
3: you agree? Yeah, well, when, I, I definitely agree. Uh, when Barack Obama hashtag was... Hashtag lawyers. That's the, <laughs> yeah, pro- that's lawyer. the appropriate time when, to do that. That's right. When, when there's, there's always, it's always an appropriate time to do that, apparently. Uh, <laughs> when, Barack, when Barack Obama was president, Um, everyone who opposed Barack Obama was a racist. That was the thing, right? You were a racist. It doesn't matter what you said about Barack Obama. You were a racist. It could be any issue, economic, whatever. It doesn't matter. In this case, if you oppose Hillary Clinton, if you say anything negative about Hillary Clinton, you're a Russian asset. Mm. That's what you are. You're a Russian asset, no matter what. And that's what we've learned here. Even if you agree with Joy Behar on 95% of the issues, even if you and Jay, Joy Behar would hold... If, if Tulsi was president, Joy Behar would love Tulsi. But it doesn't right. It doesn't matter because you are, are, are doing something. You're violating a core foundational rule... In the Democratic Party, you are attacking Hillary Clinton. You are not allowed to do that. And if you do, you must be working for the Russians because there cannot be a single rational reason other than that mm-hmm. for why you would do that. You can't even use useful idiot,
2: right? You I, mean, can't. I love that <laughs> yeah, part of that. That's exactly. what they say. Right. You, they, they say, you're, I mean, you're useful at least. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that, that's
1: what I love, that you're like, you're talking to an actual, as you pointed out, a patriot, someone <laughs> who has <is> served, <sighs> and when she says you called her a useful idiot, you're like, well, useful! Right. Useful! I it's a, yeah, I was being nice right. as useful! That's what that the Russians made, say. That right. made it worse.
3: Like, that yeah. made it yeah. actually worse. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that was such a highly insulting, mm, yes. horrible thing to say to someone uh, who's a military veteran, a person who d- like defended our country, you're calling them a Russian asset. You're calling them a useful idiot. I
0: mean, it's, again, it's Joy Behar. I know, like I know. Fifteenth string Don I Rickles know. is where we, we are. are. I know. Um, and and she, you know, and you know, that's what she does, right? She comes, she tries, she thinks she comes up with clever uh, insults, and doesn't. Uh, that's Joy Behar. Uh, she's, you know, but it is. It, there's just no respect there. And I got news for you. If, if she, Tulsi, somehow miraculously gets this nomination, she will no longer be a Russian asset to any of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting thing about uh, both uh, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, though, both of them would be comfortable under the hashtag
1: lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to back view clips for you. <laughs> it's, like been an, new, it's, it's been, been an interesting uh, <laughs> week on The View. We just covered Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr., who has a new book out, has been making the rounds. And and actually decided to go on the view. I we're we're going to play the clip here in just a second, but <laughs> I got to give it to him just for having the courage to even walk like step foot onto that set knowing he was walking into the lion's den. I don't know that I would ha- I would want to do that if I was Donald Trump Jr. and I listened to all of these women squawk about me every single day and make up a bunch of crap about me every single day. You um, see a
0: time, though, where like, the media, I think, of The View paid off, where like, people were yeah. talking about The View a lot. Really, I mean, I this is the first time I've seen a View clip in, it got to be two years. Really? I don't remember seeing anything lately. When's the last time we've done a View clip on the show?
1: It's been a while.
0: A long time. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, there was a time. Back when, like, Elizabeth Hasselbeck was on and Rosie O'Donnell was on, every single day, that was the story of the day in, like, conservative media, you know, the controversial clip. You know, and and there was a time where, like, it made sense to go on The View. You'd sell books. I mean, Glenn went on The View and got yelled at by Whoopi Goldberg many times. (laughs) Um, So it made sense. Now, I mean... I don't know. I don't know what you're getting out of it. And you got Joy Behar doesn't know anything. Um, Whoopi, like I don't know what I I was watching this clip. I thought she was wearing a George Washington wig. I I didn't. (laughs) What is happening? I I don't even. I legitimately don't understand what's happening to the show.
4: Uh,
1: Well, you know, of course they all started dogpiling on uh, Donald Trump Jr. for things that his father had done. He was trying to make the point that um, you know everyone has done things in the past that they may regret. Nobody's perfect. He brought up something interesting in Joy Behar's past watch.
4: That's what Megan is talking about. She's talking about lowering the discourse to his level, well, which is horrible for this country.
3: Even if people are working, we don't want to have a country like that. But Do you understand that? We've all done things that we regret. I mean, if we're talking about bringing a discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said have, I'm that sorry, Roman I'm Polanski, sorry, I'm sorry, and don't... You, you, if you said do that it, Roman Polanski, it wasn't rape-rape when he raped a child. So let's,
4: I'll, let's okay. talk about so, yeah, no. Let's things. talk on, about this, so you
0: want to bring this up? The yeah. question came up... I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. Oops.
4: Sorry,
3: uh, listen, being black, I recognize blackface. This okay. I can say.
1: Oh, okay. So you black. have to be black in order to see actual... <laughs> Colors, <laughs> you have to be yeah. black in order to see shades of darkness. Is that really what we're supposed to believe? You cannot see if someone's wearing blackface because you're not black now. Still, That's not
0: how eyes work. If the, if no, it's this. not. Yeah. I mean,
1: maybe like uh, if you're colorblind or like a dog. You can still you, see black and white. You can still see shades, <laughs> right? Like, <it's laughs> then, like, this is a very yeah. basic thing that everyone can see if they have eyeballs. Whoopee. Um, so, now that we've got that out of the way, uh, Joy,
0: she did wear blackface. She dark. said
1: she said she did not wear blackface. Um, here's the episode where they showed a picture of her freaking wearing blackface. Watch. Is that you, Joy? Oh, you know this picture, oh, I Joy? Was, is that you, yes, Joy? That is oh my, you, Joy? Yes.
4: No, I know. <laughs> I Joy. was Joy. I was so cute. <laughs> Joy, Joy. How cute I was. We are you my auntie, okay, Joy? No. <laughs> That is me. Oh my word. What, what year is the circle I what? was 29. It was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman.
1: I mean, mm. that's Amazing. pretty clear cut according to the left standards. That uh, yeah, blackface.
0: Not even according to the left standards. Like she, that's well, exactly. I
1: mean, you know, you could say like, well, it's really dark. Like it's dark brown, not black, right? You could try to make that technicality, but I she just literally said she's going yeah. as a beautiful African woman.
0: Yeah, beyond that, Whoopi wasn't it? Whoopi Goldberg was dating Ted Danson when Ted Danson went in blackface to the like a party. Wasn't that? Wasn't that Whoopi Goldberg? Oh
1: my gosh! Yes. Am I forgetting? Am I remembering? No, this I think that's right.
0: Yeah, I mean that was a big that was controversial at the time, and one of the reasons Ted Danson got out of it was able to you know continue his career is because Whoopi bailed him out. Mm-hmm. Whoopi was like, Ah, oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Uh, So I guess at that point that was okay. Uh, We've learned that uh, blackface is not a problem for liberals. (laughs) It's just not the governor of freaking Virginia and the third in charge in Virginia has proved that very, very succinctly very recently. It just doesn't matter if they do it. It only matters if Republicans do it. Over in Canada, too. Yeah. Justin Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. Exactly. It's another great one. I mean, you know, it's fascinating how many people have done this, though. Like, what kind of hobbies do people have?
2: (laughs) Maybe you should try it. No,
0: I
3: definitely
0: will not. Absolutely not. I'd be much more likely to try hashtag
4: lawyers.
3: Yeah.
1: That's yeah,
4: to do those lawyer advice, <laughs> by the way.
3: And that is <laughs> Bad right. Lawyer
1: advice.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, Jeremy, why why is it that they just get to rewrite history? I guess if you, it, it's is it whoopy? because this is the common denominator in what you said. I guess not Governor Northam, but Ted Danson gets off the hook because he's got Whoopi. Joy Behar gets, gets off the, the hook because she's got Whoopi, who apparently is is. Explaining it to us.
2: well, We go back to one of our earlier discussions about the press. Where's that story in the press? You're, not, you're hearing it here, but you're not hearing it in other places. The same way we had with uh, all the issues with uh, Just- Justice Kavanaugh during his mm-hmm. confirmation hearings. There's a selection of what news are fit to print and which ones are not. Uh, that's really dangerous for us as a country. Uh, yeah. And what we don't get on that, it, I, I, I'm going to go back to first principles on this. I think where we need to go is to say, how do I govern my own country as the governor of my own country if I don't have all the information to be able to govern myself with. Mm-hmm. And that's a real disservice to us as a country. Uh, it's pr- appropriate for us to condemn whether you're right, left, or in between if you're engaged in sort of that, that sort of behavior. But uh, it, i got to have the information to do it, so don't hide it from me. And then don't deny it to my face when I can obviously see that you've, you're, you're not being genuine on that. Hashtag lawyers.
4: <laughs> <laughs> you still got me with it. I like it.
2: I, Wait, okay, one more thing on this. Ted, hey, Ted yeah. Danson
0: thing. As we're doing this, this, I'm just flipping through a story to try to see if I remember it. True. It was during a roast of Whoopi Goldberg. Ted Danson showed up in blackface. They were dating at the time. And he got lots of heat for it at the time. This was like the 90s, I want to say. Um, So Goldberg uh, uh, was responding. This is how she began her rebuttal. I can't read it here, but I will say it began with N-word, N-word, N-word. But the, but you go ahead and criticize Donald Trump Jr. on television after that's your freaking history.
3: Wow, unbelievable, that's man, incredible. unbelievable. That's Justin, yeah, I, I, I think it, I think it comes back to the same thing that I was mentioning before. It's the more that you have one side trying to play the morality cards, say that we're better than you are, we're better people than you are, we don't do these kinds of things, the more that comes back to haunt them, mm-hmm. the more obvious it is that they're all hypocrites, mm-hmm. and that the reality is people do actually make mistakes, people do really stupid things, some people more than others, yeah. but they do those things, and who is willing to cast the first stone here? It seems like everybody on the left is always willing to cast the first stone, it always comes back to haunt them, and if we had, and unbiased media, which is what you were talking about, it would be more obvious to more people that that's going on, but to those of us who pay attention to it, to those of us who are skeptical of the left to begin with, it is so obvious that they are all just gigantic hypocrites so on her sure. own show. Yeah. just a couple years before she made that denial, she was basically
1: admitting it I mean this is incredible i, I would love I would have loved if someone could have asked her. Well, what would you call it then? I would have loved to hear what, what she would have called. Yeah,
0: she'll have a response prepared by tomorrow. i yeah. will type one up for her that she can read off a card.
1: Bronzer. Like, I just wore a lot of Bronzer. Or something, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't well, know how you how, how call that something a beautiful
0: else. Beautiful African woman. She don't don't has a white, beautiful African. <laughs> I don't know how you <laughs> like spin that one. There That's are. a
1: tough one to spin. It really. Oh, she was beautiful. Charlotte Johansson yeah. is right, was white
0: beautiful. and African. She's beautiful, but I doubt that that was the. You wouldn't
1: need to darken there. your, no, your no, face you for that to, one. Right. No. So interesting. Uh, all right, yesterday's poll. What is more newsworthy? Oh, we we're going yes. for hundred percent, right?
0: This is. I love you. I love you, audience. It got worse. It actually why
1: why do you got... You listen to him. I want this to be 50-50. Are you serious? That. Trump's Twitter typos are reports that ABC covered up Jeffrey Epstein's crimes. 6% of you said Trump's Twitter typos because apparently you all hate me. <laughs> are they
2: the same 6% that voted in the Texas election not to allow former law enforcement dogs to be adopted? Yes, I think it was. so
1: bizarre.
0: <laughs> I like that. No, you know
1: what?
2: No, screw
1: you guys. Yeah.
0: You destroy those dogs. <laughs> I like that. Who What? Right. You get 6% for anything. Yeah, you right? I mean, it really is 6%. Well, like, not no.
1: true. Just yesterday, yeah. it was 99 to one This is right. your fault, and I blame you.
0: Mm-hmm. You did, there was a campaign, Stu. I, you were every leading campaign. day, Look, Justin, I,
1: every day I have to deal with this. This is a show
0: about people's opinions, and I made sure that people <laughs> understood what my opinion was, you should piss Sarah off.
1: <laughs> uh, today's poll, should the name of the whistleblower be made public? Well, we already did, alright? Eric Charamella. Charamella. You do it better than me. Do it again. Charamella. That's very good. There's some passion behind I that. I Italian, so... Oh, yeah. it's we in your blood. It. We rock it. Uh, let us know what you think. Should the name of the whistleblower be made public? I mean, it's like we already all know who he is. That, that would be the most anticlimactic release of a name ever. If they, if they really released it at this point, we're like, <laughs> yeah, we know. We've been talking about it for two weeks now.
2: Yeah, they will. They will they have will. a big yeah. event yeah. with the, the person up front and center they will. talking about it all. And it'll be a big deal.
1: And 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 all of the Democrats will be like, oh, really? Wow. It's him? We didn't know this this entire time. We had no idea who it was. Oh, this is shocking yeah, is news. Is Chuck Schumer still claiming that he had no
3: idea? I mean, it was no, just no, Isn't it kind of obvious that
1: he now knew? I mean, Right, because it was in the transcripts right. that, that they accidentally the didn't redact. Ugh. Yeah. I hate everything. Let us know what you think. You can go to The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. I don't hate you guys. Or you guys. We'll
2: hashtag, you lawyers.
1: hashtag lawyers. Hashtag lawyers. <laughs> we gotta go. We'll see you tomorrow.
0: Whenever you respond to Sarah, always hashtag at it lawyers. <laughs> it's the only way she'll read It's the only way she'll read Twitter. It's the
1: only post she reads. Yeah. She's, she's only her. looking for S- Sarah S- Gonzalez. S-